Yeah, hi. So I'm John Burton. I'm uh, marketing director here at uh, for John West as part of the the Taiyi Group. So I look after the John West brand uh, pretty much across the northern hemisphere wherever we have uh, a John West brand presence. So that's that's the majority of my role. So John West has invested more than two million pounds behind driving awareness of the enriched tuna range. I was wondering if you could talk to me about the research and development process of uh, developing enriched tuna. Yeah, sure, no problem. So I guess from a research point of view, we would, as with all innovation, use a blend of qualitative and quantitative approaches just to understand from consumers uh, reactions to products as we develop them and then obviously understand the scale of the opportunity to to warrant uh, going forward with it and that would be the same i think from a from a development point of view um it was important to us uh, to uh, develop uh, these products in in a way that had a, a kind of a single manufacturing process uh, and as simple as possible obviously as you can imagine uh, it's always about you know maximizing efficiency whenever you launch new products uh, and so we worked very hard to make sure that the process by which the products were enriched was the same for all the products um, uh, so that so that it, it, it simplified things as much as possible um, and what we've also done is um, the that works across other brands within our European portfolio as well so we all use the same uh, brands and, and we always use the same production process but actually the way we um, approach the market and the propositions we put them under that's where it differs from a brand point of view so yeah keeping it as simple as possible was the key. Tuna has been generally perceived to be uh, quite a healthy product um, by most people um, so what prompted the decision to capitalise on those health benefits? Um, were there particular trends and new research that you saw that uh, sparked that decision? So combination of things. Obviously, as you'll be aware, we have um, uh, repositioned the John West brand over the last two years to be much more around health and nutrition. That's where we see the direction of the brand going. Um, uh, yes, as you say, people see tuna as healthy or certainly see fish and seafood as healthy. Um, health itself is a is a growing trend, as you know. Equally, the the functional food side of health is is particularly uh, has been growing particularly strongly over the last few years. Consumers are really looking to take take that responsibility for their own health and well-being you know, through what they eat, eat themselves well. So those are those are some of the trends, you know, it fitted with where the brand's going. Uh, and it's and it's, you know, a big, uh, a big part of what consumers are looking for today. And as with any brand, the important thing is to stay engaged to open up new opportunities. So, so that was really why we went down that that enriched route. Um, because it builds on what we've already got, obviously, yes, you know, the products we have are phenomenally healthy. Um, sometimes consumers actually aren't aware of, of uh, quite how healthy or, or don't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily immediately come to mind. And so products like this and the communication support you put behind it gives it another opportunity to to remind people, you know, of just um, just what you have available for them. Now, in your marketing for the, um, the Rich brand, you mentioned that you wanted to connect with younger users. Um, what was the particular rationale behind this? Are younger people maybe not as aware of the health benefits of tuna? Is your focus 
on a younger demographic, meaning that you're skewing away from older? Uh, so in answer to the last bit, no, of course, there are, you know, uh, uh, there are core consumers and, and, you know, we work very hard to retain their loyalty. But as with any brand and with any category, you have to continually recruit the consumers of tomorrow. As a category, ambient fish is huge. It's it's purchased by eight out of 10 households. You know, already you have the majority of the population will buy a product from the category. However, sometimes the reasons they do so um, can be a little bit more driven towards convenience and practicality amongst a younger consumer than than perhaps the older ones. And also that's where it, it gets a little bit more focused on tuna perhaps versus some of the other areas. So, yeah, it, it, it's important, as I say, to continually recruit those younger people to, to connect with them and stay relevant, to remind them of the uh, the health benefits and, and to make the category a destination for them from a, yeah, perhaps more from that sort of nutritional point of view and, and to do it in a way that fits in with their lives. And, and again, you know, going back to your first question, that's really where the the proposition work around those uh, uh, benefits uh, was really important so that you're not just selling extra vitamin b but you're selling the ability to keep you you know more energized for longer it's a much more emotive and, and engaging way of connecting with uh, with younger consumers so so both are important in answer to your question uh, the core but also you know continually recruiting the new obviously there are now plant-based alternatives to everything from meats to chicken to as well fish products as well is this an area that john west is um, threatened by it all and what are you offering that can't be given by a plant-based alternative? Yes we can coexist. I, I, I would actually flip the question around and kind of say at the moment what 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 is plant-based offering that the existing you know products can't. Um, I think look you know it, again it's another growing trend if you look at you know uh, the uh, the meat free market in the uk i think it's something like 650 million as uh, the last time i looked at it um in terms of scale and some of those alternatives you you referenced when you look at it from the point of view of the ambient fish category it's less than a million it's tiny um and i think there's a number of reasons one is the consumers who are interested, I think, are in two groups. You've got vegans who are doing it for dietary reasons, and that's really important. And having an an option for them, I think, um, will be important going forward. And then you've got, you know, flexitarians where it's a bit more about wanting to do the right thing in terms of a, a reduction or a change of existing, whether that be for health, for, for animal uh, welfare, for sustainability reasons. And I think that Perhaps at the moment, our category is not necessarily seen as um, one where they're searching for some of those alternatives as much as other categories because it's already healthy, it's already light, it's already, um, you know, it, it gives them gives them what they need. So, so I think of course we can coexist, and I and I imagine we will. Um, you know, as a as a wider company, Thai Union is is absolutely looking at, into this area and and is exploring opportunities. Um, so, 
yeah, I, I, I think it's um, I think it's, you know, it, again, it's about staying relevant with consumer trends. It's a big consumer trend. And and as you know, uh, any company, any brand, we will you know look at how we um, we can offer what people are looking for. I think today, you know, some of the generation one products perhaps aren't. So to, to answer your question about what we can't offer or what we can offer, the others can't. I think today some of the sort of perhaps quality and, and uh, you know, um, taste enjoyment uh, elements that people are looking for aren't quite there with some of the generation one seafood products. So I think there's a lot of work to do uh, in that area. And I think once we, you know, once brands crack that and can give uh, can give products that you know, are much more in line with the, the the enjoyment you currently get from from what we have. Then, you know, uh, then it becomes you know really really interesting. So, um, so I think today we give a brilliant enjoyable experience. We give loads of convenience, different options, uh, and I think that's probably what you know uh, needs to needs to grow within that alternative protein. But obviously, we've already talked about um, health trends and um, the plant based trends. Uh, a lot of those also play into sustainability as well. Um, is it? Can you talk about uh, some of the um, trends you've seen in sustainability surrounding fish and the things that John West are doing in that area? Yeah, I think I think you know, and obviously, um, as part of our bigger group, Thai Union has for many years led the way within the seafood industry and within sustainability, um, and has really been uh, you know quite prominent in some of the. The activities it's done. I think the two key things, one is still, you know, the sourcing of fish and, and we work very hard in that area to, you know, to make sure that, you know, the 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 the, the products we source and the people we source them for from are, are, you know, following all of the guidelines and all the criteria we would absolutely expect. Um, so I think you know there's still there's still obviously for consumers um, interest in in that side of things. I think the other side that is massively growing is the whole emissions carbon footprint piece. And again, you know, a lot of work going on uh, with regards um, how we as a company uh, help, how we make improvements, how we um, make sure that you know things both in our control but also out of our control and how we influence that um to you know to um to work towards reducing emissions and 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 you know making sure we've got the uh, the smallest carbon footprint possible like like all brands so so i think you know sustainability yeah still still really important from a, a fish sourcing point of view but also i think the growth of of you know emissions and carbon footprint is is the next big thing as well and finally um the world has been a complete mess for the past couple of years. Um, what have been the biggest challenges for your company? Uh, you know, if you go back over the last two or three years, I think it probably started with Brexit uh, and then rolled into COVID. Uh, and obviously, you know, at the moment we've got some, some, uh, you know, pretty, um, pretty challenging times for everybody for all sorts of reasons. I think, from our point of view. You know, we we uh, you know we we had some global supply issues, which we've you know fully acknowledged. So just as you know, early COVID period when um, when when consumers were really turning to you know ambient products, we had a few a few supply challenges, which you know we've worked really hard to overcome to make sure that we can have the products and the the nutrition that people need. Um, I think from a COVID point of view as well, you know the um, the the 
the change in uh, out of home back into in home consumption. Obviously, we have, you know, part of our portfolio is is all about products that are eaten on the go, and and so that area slowing down was was a challenge. Um, and obviously today we're we're in a, in a increasingly inflationary environment as everybody is, and you know, um, facing into that and 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 working our way through that. So I think those are challenges, but I think also, um, you know, you can flip them around into opportunities because. Um, I think what the last couple of years did was sh- remind people of the value of convenience, sort of ambient cupboard staples. And, you know, it's no surprise that at a time of of concern, people, you know, flocked back to some degree to, to some of the ambient cupboard staples. I think it, COVID has reminded people of the importance or driven the importance of that health uh, piece, health and nutrition and, you know, obviously that's what we were talking about at the start um i think that the opportunity around yeah eating out of home again and eating on the go for us you know we have a you know a, a, a range of um both ready to eat and um convenient pots in terms of our on the go point of view and then i think the other bit is probably you know the big shift online and and how you um you know make sure that you're well placed from that some of it will drop away again, but equally there are consumers, again, perhaps probably older consumers who who found the convenience of online um, and will stay. And that's really important for us, you know, core consumers and how do we make sure that we are helping and, and giving them the, the, you know, the best solutions possible, uh, both online and, and offline as well. So I think, you know, we can, you know, yes, some real challenging times, but some some opportunities off the back of it.